Welcome to Design Diary, the podcast where you get to look inside my board game design notebook as well as what's going on inside my head. We look at a new word each day from the sense of mechanics, tone, theme, or inspiration for a full game. Today's word is... Indoctrinate. To instruct, especially in fundamentals or rudiments, teach... To imbue with a usually partisan or sectarian opinion, point of view, or principle. Uh, I went with something. I just way went off the rails with this and barely hit what I started with. So (laughs) let's start with you this time. Yeah, because I think I I kind of stuck with indoctrinate a little bit closer than I thought I would, which is good. Um, The first note that I had is... I stuck on principal, but then I changed it to principal, like principals and teachers. Okay. Uh, but I didn't go anywhere with that because I, the last thing I want to do is be back in school. So I'm not yeah. going to, I'm not going to design a game about being in school. Um, but I was thinking specifically about the movie, the village. Oh, I love um, it. and so you need to break out of the village. So it's, uh, I wrote down solving a mystery, turning over tiles to find out what the real action is. And so players are playing this kind of worker placement game where they go to locations and they take actions, but, it's possible that other people don't know what those actions are. And I was trying to figure out how to conceal those actions. Like they hide what resources they take or they hide where they move a person. Um, And these actions are taken in secret until someone kind of finds something out. They're able to flip over that location and everything is spelled out what these people have been doing this whole time. Um, So you, you have open actions and secret actions and this this is where my kind of briefcase thing from uh, last week kind of came in, where the boxes are seeded with resources or secret cards at the beginning of the game, and so you don't know what is there. So when you go to a lo- location, you're hoping to find something there. So if you're the first one there, you know what's in the box, and so you know what other people, when they go there, could take. Mm. And if you go there first, no one knows what you took. Or... Um, what is in the box currently. Um, so each... Uh, I was thinking the the only way that you could do that is if one person fills all the boxes and they know everything. But instead, I was thinking each person fills up a box and then puts it on the board. So they know one box. Oh, yeah, see. But, but everyone else... But you don't know everyone else's boxes. And so you can risk it going to someone else's boxes and kind of coming up empty. Or you could go to someone else's boxes and find a treasure trove and hope to keep it secret so that other people don't keep going back there. So that's like, uh, that, that reminds me of something I was working on that, and it's the stupidest theme of all time, but it was a game <laughs> called, uh, it was one night in Miami. was what I called it. And it was basically, uh-huh. I went to Miami for one night and I was like, Oh, like Miami's like not what I expected where it's like, like Bengal tigers roaming the streets and and like ninjas <laughs> like robbing banks and all the like like a chopper coming with some police officers jumping out of it. So mm-hmm. I was genuinely disappointed that it wasn't that. Um, but I was like, so I was like, I'm gonna make this game one night in Miami, and the whole idea was like you were like rookie cops jumping out of the chopper and going through the city trying to like find the tigers and diamonds and whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, it had an interesting like like these piles that you would go through it's kind of like that like there were like these piles in all the districts of the, of the city 
and like you would like dive into the piles and like go deeper and deeper until you found things but like your opponent like may not know which is in those piles and like you could go back to that pile or you could leave things in there that were bad and I don't even know why that connection was just made, but it, it just it felt like that when you were saying Interesting. Yeah, I mean that, like, that kind of feels like it. Yeah. So just thinking about it out, out loud, I'm thinking that each person there would be a bag of tokens, just like all sorts of stuff. And you randomly pull out a number and then you put them in your bag. So you know what's in there. I guess you would want to have player agency of play a little bit more of a factor rather than just like knowledge so i don't know maybe you pull out seven put in five okay yeah and then return the two so interesting maybe i'll do something with that who knows i I know i got to do something with some of these (laughs) tell me where tell me where your train got off the tracks so i thought with teach i was like i want to teach another entity not a player but i want to teach something to do my turn for me and do my work for me Mm-hmm. And to me, I think of that as like engine building and stuff like that. But I wanted to go further than that. So I thought about almost like worker placement, just like you said, but also some sort of programming movement. And the the way that I thought of it is, let's just say it's a whole bunch of like, you're, you're getting robots to do jobs for you. And I don't know how or why. But mm-hmm. each robot card that you could hire or, or make or whatever it would be... Uh, has numbers one two three one two three four or whatever and that's the the all the phases of the turn a turn might be four four phases long and this one says this robot that i make can do all four phases it has one two three four on it and it has three different things that it can do on it so if you look across the the top uh the columns are one two three four and then the rows are the three actions which is like i don't know move pick something up and convert something to something else and what you do is you take this is how you teach the robot how to do is like they're the things that it can do it can do up to four things and then i go along the numbers one two three four and assign with like a cube or something what action i wanted to do on one which i wanted to do on two which i wanted to do on three and which i want to do it on four so mm. it's going to do that i've made and purchased this robot i picture like a little card or probably like a large card Mm-hmm. Now that robot's going to do that every four turns. Uh, every every four phases of the turn, it's going to do that. When I get another robot, it might just have one, three, four. And it has different things. So this other one's going to do different things. And the whole idea is to get them to do a whole bunch of good things bef- to you before they wind up doing like bad things to each other and you huh. know, bumping into each other. And I-, I have no idea. But the whole idea was you're teaching someone to do something for you. And that's kind of mm-hmm. where it started. I can imagine these cards, and I can imagine. I just don't know what the actual game is. I just know what these, mm-hmm. what these, how these robots behave. Okay. And I want them to be like so that. different. Like you know, some are just they have one turn, but they can do five different things. You know, they do one action uh, on on the first phase, and I don't know. Hmm. I like that. I mean, the economy of it is is a lot cooler than like an in like. Yeah, with with uh, Colt Express, you have a card for every action you want to take. But that's just one action. And you're talking about a single card being able to take four different actions just represented on a card. So, yeah, yeah it could get complex real quick. Exactly. And I imagine, like, I also drew, like, a like a 
a squared off meeple on the edge of the card which is like (laughs) now i'm like sort of getting the feel for it but yeah so it's you pick the actions and you pick the timing so it's all Mm -hmm. it's just like you i could imagine some really amazing combos happening out of it and i can imagine some like disastrous ones as well because you can i I think the teaching thing was it just it never stops and Mm -hmm. that was the like it has to do this from now until the end of the game or if you have another robot program to destroy that robot Yes. Yeah, that's that's the fear that a lot of AI people say. It's it's not that robots are going to kill us. It's that they're going to get so good at their jobs, they're going to like, deplete all the resources in the world oh. just making stamps. Because, like, that's what it wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, just and so, like, everything to make stamps. Yeah, so, so like, if your robot goes to the pool of resources and it doesn't have them, like, it malfunctions or oh. it breaks down and it doesn't do anything anything else so it's it's its own reason for failing if you if you pay if you fail to plan um correctly so yeah i could i could see you just like building up this engine but you are like one piece away from it just all falling apart (laughs) that'd be fun yeah that's cool yeah because a lot of engine building games they don't have downsides to the engines that you build yeah because like if if you just played splendor over and over you would be able to if, like if you, there wasn't a 15 card limit you could just buy whatever cards you want and there's no real negative other than losing the game and a lot but, of more optional um, too that's the yeah exactly right. and so yeah that kind of reminds me of uh root with the uh the birds the irie kind of rook I haven't where they have that. where they have this decree that they need to follow every turn and if at any point they can't follow it their entire like civilization kind of restructures and falls apart. Really? And then you have to rebuild it up again. So it's super cool. Um, but that's just one of the factions. But an entire game about that would be pretty cool. That's cool. I, Root is so up my alley, as well as I, I loved Vast and can't get anybody to play it with me. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, yeah, this is too confusing. And I'm like, it's so awesomely confusing. Teaching the rules takes as long as the game. It did. I think the other three players were like asleep by the time you know i was done my turn <laughs> and it's not a knock on the game it's a knock on oh yeah just like it just didn't fit with them uh, yeah it is so not on our attention spans yeah and it was late and all that so mm-hmm. but i would i would love to play root and mike mullins keeps trying to get me to play with him so we need to make well there you happen. go all that's right. what i had yeah good times Sounds all right good. we'll do this again okay yeah. talk to you later bye, bye.